you know, like I'm not a good cook. Yeah. I'm not, you know? And so <laughs> when I make something that actually tastes like I didn't make it, yeah. I'm like, thank you, I'm growing. <laughs> Welcome to Dinner Reviews. I'm Matthew Francis, and this is our second episode, which means somehow I got through the first one. <laughs> this show essentially is me being able to cook for my amazing friends and interview them about their life, their career, and everything that they've done so far. And I'm really excited because today I have my great friend Salorm here today. And if you don't know who she is, you need to go on Instagram and check out her page, at Salorm K. Correct? At salorm.k. At salorm.k. And she is a director, a producer, editor, actor, singer. Oh. What can't you do? It's, it's, it's insane. Thank you. So go check out her feed so you can really get all that Salorm is. And then, of course, mine is uh, at Matthew Francis J. <laughs> um, and if you don't know, I just want to reiterate that this show is basically. Um, I want you to watch it when you have a long weekend and you're cooking for the whole weekend. You want someone to hang out with you in the kitchen. It's great to like watch before you fall asleep or while you're working out. I had some friends say that they like go to the gym and use like all the food sounds as motivation for after their workout. Ooh. Yeah. So it's just like I want this show to be something that can be your company in the kitchen when you're enjoying your food. And so for us, um, what I wanted to talk about was that we've been friends since I started at BuzzFeed, but like we've, since you're always so busy and I'm always so busy, it's like we're like two ships passing yeah, in the night. We would never see each other. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel like the, I feel like the first time I really even met you slash hung out with you yeah. was a long time ago yeah, when yeah. our friend had a dinner party yep. at his place yeah. and you cooked <laughs> the most amazing food. Oh my goodness. He made Brussels sprouts taste so good. Yeah, thank you. And I was like, who is this man? Yeah. Who is this man? I need to marry him. Yeah, and she's been trying to date me since day one. <laughs> I've been trying to date him and he won't He won't take me. Sorry, it's I got uh, like the boys. Uh... I mean, well, I could be a boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's someone better for you out there. Sure. Who will make you happy and isn't going and can cook you food for yourself as well? As long as they can cook, I'm yeah. happy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but until then, I'm here to cook for you, right? Um, now, there's different segments on this show, okay. all right? Okay, but first things first, um, this is like a dinner views guest book, okay? And I want you to write your name in here and sign it for me because you are officially a guest of dinner views, right? So let's do that. This is so cute, you mm -hmm. guys. Look, there's Joyce. Hey, Joyce. Can I yes. just write? She's not going to be back, but I'm going to write hi, Joyce. Do it. Do it. Hi, Joyce. One of the first segments is called Fast Food Favorites, okay? okay? Where essentially I have a whole bunch of different like food items in here, whether it be burgers, um, vegetables, whatever, and you're going to pull it out and you're going to give me your favorite flavor of that item, okay? And you have one minute to try to get as many as possible. And as you can see, Joyce got 15. So you have to try and beat 15 wait, wait. before a minute is up. Okay, let's so, let's do it. Okay, I I'm have gonna... to beat Joyce, you guys. I have to beat Joyce. Yes, the goal is for every guest to like compete with each other because I like competition. Okay, and three, two, one, go. Oh, 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 um, um, meat. I don't eat it. Um, um, dairy item. I like cheese. Um, um, smoothies. I like. Acai, a chocolate bar. I like Kit Kat. Um, burger topping. I like tomatoes. I don't. Lettuce. Oh. I like lettuce. What? What? Lettuce. What type of lettuce? Le le romaine. Oil. Olive oil. Um, bra bra bread. I like 
Um, the, the pretzel buns, pretzel buns. Nuts, I like almonds. I like comfort food, I like pizza. Uh, bagels, I like everything, bagels. Cookie, I like chocolate chip. Ice cream, I like um, pistachio. Um, candy, I like Ferrero shares. Sushi, I like spicy tuna. Pizza toppings, I like jalapenos. Grain, I like wheat. Is that a yeah, grain? Yeah. Vegetable, I like cucumbers. That's not a vegetable, yes it is. Um, fruit, I like star fruit. Mm. Burrito fillings, I like beans. Um, look, uh, beans, I like lentils. Um, sandwich, I like caprese. Cheese, I like gouda. Mm. Um, junk food, I like Taco Bell. There we go. Uh, that, was that? Was that a lot? That seemed like a lot, but someone might have to disqualify you because you may not like cert, like gave a certain flavor. So what? Well, let's start counting them out because you didn't. You said like um for like legume, you just said lentil. Like I need like a like red lentil, green lentil, or like pinto bean. Oh, but I don't know. I didn't know they had flavors. See, that's for this, lentils. I just buy the Trader Joe's ones, and they just come. What color are they? They're brown. So brown lentils, I guess you like. Is lentils just like an overcompassing word for beans? No, no, no. So legumes are like the umbrella term for beans, peanuts, and all types of lentils. But every type of those three has their own category as well. I did not know that. That's all right. But let's I count them. I thought lentils up. were just like a type of other kind of beans that are just like different looking. Yeah, they're a little bit different. Like they're flatter, right? But it's okay. You lost it's one out of how many you got here. That's that's pretty good. But how many did Joyce lose? Um, she lost none, but she only did fifteen. I think you have more than fifteen. Because she didn't get legume. Yeah. No, she did, but she she had a there was a Haitian dish called legume that she liked. It's yeah. not even fair. I'm not Haitian. That's right. So um, let's count them all up and see oh, how many you got. Was this one mine? Um, no, no, I didn't know. Okay, okay. 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 Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Beat you, Joyce. Sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. 19, 20, 21, wow, wow. 22, 23. I will say the meat one might not count. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Eat meat. Yeah, yeah. I, but I actually want to talk about that because, yeah. wait, so what was your number? Oh, was it 22 or 23? I think it was 22. Okay. <laughs> so 22. Woo! That's impressive. 22. 22. Hey. That okay. was me. Amazing. Now, um, Tell me about your non-meat journey. Like, when did you yes. stop eating meat and why? Because that's always interesting to me, like, for every person is different, you know? Yeah, okay, so I feel so bad because this um, this topic always comes up while people are eating. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so my parents are um, Ghanaian, and so, I mean, in Ghana, they eat, like, everyone eats meat, you right, know? Right, right. And so growing up, I always ate meat. It was a natural thing to just eat meat. And my parents would make goat meat. Like that's probably not a regular thing to eat in America, but it's good though. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. I yeah. liked my, I liked some goat meat when I was younger. Mm -hmm. And so there was this one day where my mom was going to go get the goat that we were gonna eat, and she was gonna um, cook for us. And I was like, I want to go too, because mm -hmm. I thought it was like a farm, like Charlotte's Web. You know, I thought all the animals were gonna be happy and running around. Oh yeah. And so I go with her. I just. I like I hope people don't find it offensive when I say this, but no, do I it. feel like it was like a like almost like a concentration camp for animals. Yeah, yeah. Like that's literally like what it looked like. It was horrible. Yeah. Every single part of it was like just like a different way of like killing animals that was so unnecessary. Yeah. It wasn't so much that it was sad, it was just that it was unnecessary. Yeah. And so like I would see I'm sorry, I don't want to get too No 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 no. This is a deep show, so yeah. I want this. I want this. Like I still remember just being like, this is stupid. Yeah. Like I saw someone for no reason there was like a live cow 
being held on a conveyor belt by its leg and someone just took a knife and went yeah you saw that in person that, that yeah. all changed it there was a lot of people there and they were just acting like it was normal i had a rabbit at the time and i remember that there were these really fat rabbits in these crates mm. and the crates were like this oh so they like jammed in there thick and the rabbits were like at least like this big. Like they had fed them so much that the rabbits were like just sitting there for God knows how long, Oof. like just squished. And a freaking kid, a kid my age was stepping on the crates. Like it was fun. And I was just like, I don't want to be any of you people. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I just how think about that. I was like, hmm, I think I was like 12. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I don't, here's the thing. I'm a very indecisive person. <laughs> I don't commit to things very often yeah. but for some reason when I was 12 maybe it was like my disgust slash wanting to rebel against my parents but I was like this is a decision I made yeah. and it pissed my parents off so much mm. but I mean even when I still think about it and I talk to people about that I was like you're very passionate it's so yeah. stupid yeah yeah even a lot of friends I have now who have become vegetarians it's not even so much about um, the animals it's about the food processing um, companies that we have like the yeah. way that our food is made and how quickly it's made and how that affects the quality of it yeah. that's why a lot of people are becoming vegetarians or pescatarians which I am now yeah. I mean fish is still another slippery slope yeah but I think I just developed eating fish later on yeah yeah well I think it's also I mean we look at fish differently than we look at like actual animals that can I be suppose. cute or whatever but which is wrong because it's still it's still very much the same problem um, yeah, and I think um, it's really interesting for everyone to talk about why they become vegetarian or vegan or whatever their um, like diet choice is. But um, so thank you for telling me. Mm -hmm. And I think it's like good to always remind ourselves that because like all of us, so for me, it's really hard to like quit meat, right? I, I do enjoy meat, but at the same time, it's like I know there's so many problems with like the system, and I just feel like in order for it to like change, we have to have people like you who are willing to talk about it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's just. I think you know the world is kind of becoming more plant-based and like my ideal world is that like because I eat a majority plant-based and like meat's like a treat for me right and then if I do it I try not to have like the, like the gross grocery store where they're probably treating the animals like that yeah and I try to have like the farm raised like where they're at least treated a little bit more humanely yeah but even that it's like a really weird thing so I just feel like I'm hoping in the future we can get to a system where people can have meat if they really want to but it's like more um, you know it's they're taken care of better and then if we have mass-produced meat it's like there's better systems for it exactly. so it's like either treated better or like i'm actually fine with like the lab grown yeah. meat ever heard of that that like um, oh yeah stuff? no i've never had it but i've heard of it yeah well essentially they take like stem cells from animals and they like kind of grow like ground beef or ground turkey or whatever from stem cells so it's not hurting any kind of animal at all right and i think that would be like the best solution for like mass production of meat if like yeah. people still want to eat it exactly because um, even like i mean i was thinking about this when i went to ghana like yeah you're not gonna get someone who's living on a farm in like, you know, in some very like far off part of like that area to become a vegetarian. Yeah, yeah. But they're making their own food. Like they're yeah. like raising their own meat and then yeah. they're killing their own meat. It's not always the same system that we have here. Not so, you know, it's different. It's different than just like picking like a cellophane package off the shelf and being like, this is what a cow used to be. You know, like yeah. no one, no, th th there's a big disconnection. So There is, yeah. Cute. So thanks for sharing. Next, we're going to move on to our first, uh, yeah, our first yes! appetizer. Yep. I know you're really hungry. You were like snacking before you got here, right? I remember when you were like, so first we're going to, and I'm like, appetizer. Yeah. So, well, here, right. I mean, I'm going to take a sip break. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Got a little this is just water, but let me pour you some actual wine. 
Again, I don't like to leave my house too often and I forgot to grab uh, wine, so Salorm bought wine. I'm dehydrated all the time, just so everyone knows. Yes, we bought wine. Okay. I'm trying um, to get some of that ASMR sound in there, you know? You know? Okay, so this app is actually part of a second segment, all right? It's okay. called What App? Because I'm trying to give you a appetizer that maybe you haven't tried one of the ingredients from before. Okay. So like, what appetizer is this? Ooh. And at the same time, while we're eating this appetizer, you're going to answer questions from different social media apps. Okay. Get it? Get it? Okay. So, the first appetizer, or the <laughs> the appetizer. These are such cute segments. Ooh. <gasps> oh, I forget. Sometimes I forget how well he cooks, so he can make like gourmet-looking things. Can I show the camera a little bit? Well, I have. I already took beautiful shots. Oh my so right, right now, as I'm explaining it, they'll see the the food. Thank the Lord. Yeah. So right here we have um, some Spanish manchego. We have some dried black mission figs, mm -hmm. and then these oranges and the rosemary and there's some some garlic cloves in here. They were all kind of cooked together, so they're like orange infused garlic cloves. My mouth is watering. Good, good. I want you, and it'll go really, really great oh with the white wine we have. And yeah, just you can eat away while okay. I pull up some questions for you. Oh my gosh, okay. Oh, and figs. Oh, we're so fancy. Mm-hmm. Mm. Right, a little bit of sweet, mm. cheesy. Tart. Are you sure you don't want a girlfriend? <laughs> Are you sure? This is your final chance. Listen, you know, I'll keep it in mind for the future. Oh, I even ate right. them. The rind? I did. You can spit it out if you don't want it. It's okay, it's already in my mouth. You seasoned it so well, it doesn't even matter. Uh. See, when I make a little, I don't even make appetizers for myself. But when I make an appetizer, what is it? It's a Rice Krispies treat. Mmm. <laughs> right? Mmm. And the, t the theme for the food tonight is Spanish. I'm from Spain. Um, I think, you can you guess what I made for the actual dinner? You probably know because you sent it to me. If you forgot. Paella. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, can I say a little funny thing about Spain? And why I like paella? Please do. Please do. So, um, this is actually the whole reason I became a vegetarian too. Oh. I think paella is the reason I'm, no, I think paella is the reason I became a pescatarian. Got it. <laughs> so I studied abroad in Spain for like four months. And um, when I was there, I was living with the family. And so I was like, okay, well, I know it's gonna be hard for this family to find me food. So I'll just eat fish for a little bit. Yeah. But then once I started eating all the fish in Spain, I was like, I don't want to go back. <laughs> yeah, okay. And paella was so good. It was mm. such a great meal to have. I felt so fancy and the food in Spain was so good. When was so, the last time you've had paella? Um, was it when you're in Spain or you have it in here in, in America? I'm I've probably had paella mm -hmm. at other times, but like I don't really think that anything has ever been as good as the paella I've had in Spain. Mine Maybe probably I won't either. Mine probably won't either. <laughs> I don't know if I've really looked that hard to be real. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Cool. Well, then I'm I'm happy I can make that for you tonight. Mm -hmm. So. While we are enjoying the rest of this appetizer, let me ask you some questions. Mm -hmm. So these are from the people that sent me questions on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I have a few more mind too. Perfect, perfect. Okay, so from Instagram, um, MaxLong89 asks, what is your inspiration and influence um, in music? Mm. Oh, that's so hard for me to say sometimes. I think my inspirations are never 
never sound like my music, which is weird. But I love John Mayer. Anyone who knows me knows that. Okay. I love John Mayer so much. Um, I've listened to him like my whole life. I really like Amy Winehouse. I think now as I play around more with guitar, I tend to listen to her music, like some of the acoustic songs she had. And like, those are definitely my top two artists. I just listen to like a lot of old music, like a lot of like old jazz and blues. Oh. And that's like really like what gets me going. Like I feel yeah. bad because people are in my car yeah. and they're like, what are we listening to? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I just like old stuff and I have like old CDs in my car all the time. Yeah. And what's exciting is, I mean, I'm sure people always, they obviously already know you from BuzzFeed, but you had done covers for a long time on YouTube and you're doing more music soon. Yeah. So we're definitely wanna, we're gonna talk about that later on, okay? Yes. Um, okay, here's another question from mm -hmm. Instagram. Uh, what is your favorite type of food to make and share? So like, what's your specialty? Mm. Mm. So I just learned how to make scalloped potatoes. Okay. And so it's like some butter and some like potatoes and cream and, some and cream. cheese yeah and it's really good yeah and so i rarely get to like make food for like people but recently i made that and some fried rice for my friends and like the fried rice like i knew it was gonna be good because that's just like easy to make yeah but like the potatoes were great yeah and i was like oh my god i don't even want to share this with these bitches i want to <laughs> yeah. eat this all for me all for me <laughs> i want to eat all of this and so that was great honestly like i felt just so proud of myself that i could like because you know like i'm not a good cook yeah. i'm not you know, and so <laughs> when I make something that actually tastes like I didn't make it, yeah. I'm like, thank you, I'm growing. <laughs> yeah. And what was it for? Was it like your friends over? Um, yeah, I had a little movie night with some with some of the girlfriends. There you go. Yeah. And where did you see the recipe? Like, where did you grab it from? Do you remember? Mm. It was in the Tasty Cookbook. <laughs> oh, was it really? Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, we're not going to give them a lot of free promo here. <laughs> I know. Well, hey, I will say, a it lot of you well. guys like made those help make that cookbook yeah a lot we of did. your hands are in that cookbook yeah so i won't even like y'all are part of that <laughs> thank you thank you guys this appetizer is so good good and i i think it's i'm hope it's gonna pair really well with um the paella as well what did you season this with so how it kind of worked is essentially i had um some olive oil and some garlic and orange and rosemary and i kind of like brought it to a boil and kind of like fried the garlic and I added lots of like salt and pepper into it. Ugh. And then you let, let it cool overnight and then you add the cheese and it like marinates. And then I just cut up the mission figs to kind of be like a sugary side. And yeah, so you have like some acidity, you have some creaminess, you have some crunch and you have some chewy sweet figs. So it's just like a great all around flavor, mm. yeah. Okay, so there's a few here. Perfect. I'm asking here. for you. So <laughs> this is one person named Preston who's always like, "Hi, Preston." He's always like, "Hi, it's me, Preston." Hi, it's me again, Preston. I love you. <laughs> um, our friend Aria, who also left a question for Joyce's interview, so he's being really helpful with all of this. Yeah. He said, um, "Have you heard John Mayer's new single?" I have. I, I heard haven't. before. It was like um. In, um like recorded. Oh, <laughs> not, not that I know like that. He performed it at the iHeartRadio Music Award thingy. What's the, what's the name of it? It's I guess I just feel like oh. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Do you like know any of it? You sing like two, like ten seconds or less. I remember. Oh, okay. I, I've only heard it like once, but it's like I guess I just feel like nobody's honest. Like it's just so it's so heartful, you know. I'm attacking this, I'm sorry. No, it's fine. Okay, now we're gonna have you answer some questions from Facebook, okay? Mm -hmm. What is your favorite video you've ever made? Mm. 
That's so hard. Yeah, I know, right? Because it's kind of weird because I think I like when my videos do well. Yeah. But like that doesn't always necessarily mean those are my favorite videos. That you're not like not your passion projects. No. And you've had so many good ones too. Thank you. Yeah. So I made this video a while ago and it was literally like, it didn't do that well. Mm -hmm. But it was called I Plan My Own Burial. I, yeah, I saw yeah, that. That was so that? good. That was so good. It's so funny because I was like, I thought it was going to do so well. I thought it was going to be a series and all this <sighs> stuff. Yeah. And it got 500K views in one day and I was like, this is it. Yeah, yeah. This is it. I did it. I hit it. I, I made it. it. It's going to do yeah, it. It's going to yeah. do it. And then it just stopped. Uh -huh. And it just stopped and I was devastated. But, um, and that's so funny because anyone else would be like, you got 500,000 views yeah. on a video? Are you kidding me? Yeah. And like for us, our standards were so, so high, high when we were working at BuzzFeed. But um, so I Plan My Own Burial was basically like me looking at all these different like ways to um, bury yourself when you die. Yeah, it was, it was really like, educational in a lot of ways. Yeah, I think I like content like that, honestly. Yeah. I just yeah. need to ride that wave. And so I looked at this one place that lets you um, this one company that lets you take your ashes and put them in an urn and it becomes a tree, like any tree you want. Yeah, that's like cool. Like a cactus or like anything. And then there's this other place where you can donate your organs or your any mm -hmm. part of your body mm -hmm. to um, science. And so they put it in like an actual like body um, display yeah. thing. And so that was cool. I got to go to the museum in the opening of that. And then the final thing was taking your ashes and it gets blown into like glass art. Wow. I don't know. Yeah. I thought it was really cool. Yeah. It's like worth it, but yeah. for dead bodies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Um, I, and also I know that you really love like kind of like the indie or like kind of weird different mm -hmm. like experience experiential videos mm -hmm. and like those are so much fun and I know you've been wanting to kind of do more of that so like, that's exciting. I like weird subcultures. I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you what was your favorite video of yours? Oh, um, I think my Chapino video, mm. which is actually kind of similar to what we're having tonight. Like it has all the seafood and the tomato products. Yeah. Um, but it's yeah, we did it for uh, Pride Month. Mm -hmm. um, so it was like the first video taste I'd ever done with like mentioning gay people, right? Oh, wow. And yeah, so and it was like after we had had success with like um, with Black History Month, with um, Asian Pacific Heritage Month, and so we're like we're gonna do Pride Month. And I was told that we should not put it on Facebook or we it's like a risk at all because they were like afraid of like, the blowback, which I was like. Um, Maybe I didn't see this video because um, I'm like, how is this controversial? I'll, I'll show it to you later. But um, yeah, I was just like, it's one of my favorite dishes and I had it when I came up to my parents mm. when I was younger. So like, it was like, an important dish for me. And then it was like really beautiful as well. And I really took time to make sure like the food was great. And it sometimes can be hard with Tasty to like do kind of ambitious content because mm. we kind of have like easier yeah, food. Yeah, you guys have a structure, yeah. Yeah, but um, I really wanted to just like go all out with this and that was, that's a really beautiful video that I'm proud of, so. I'm gonna go after that cheese. You, you enjoy all of it. But I will say, sometimes the most controversial videos are the fun ones, so yeah. I understand that completely. And looking back, like I'm really glad that I didn't listen to anyone and I just did it mm -hmm. because now that video's out there and now that I'm not there anymore, it's like a video I'm still proud of and that I use for like on my resume and like to show who I yes. am. And so it was, I'm so glad I did it. Okay, and now we're gonna go to Twitter. What are your top three goals at the moment? Mm. What are your top three goals? Big one is getting my EP done, and it's on its way. <laughs> I'm excited. I think one big goal of mine is to like, I've always worked a nine to five job. Yeah. And so I'm in a place right now where I've kind of been resisting that. Yeah. Like, even though we got, like, laid off, like, yeah. we had a lot of opportunities yeah. come our way, which is amazing, mm -hmm. which is so amazing. Mm -hmm. And so the weirdest thing for me is to actually say no to something yeah. that seems like a freaking amazing opportunity. Yeah. And so now I'm just like, 
if I'm saying no to all these things, like I have to be committed to accomplishing the things that I really want, you know? And so, I mean, for me, that's really just, music is always like at the forefront of that. Yeah. And now I'm understanding like what I want and just trying to like be all about that yeah. is really like a challenge, but something that I, I'm really hoping that I push through with, yeah. you know, and not be so scared. No. So yeah, I, I don't, there's some goals within that blurb of sentences I just said, but yeah. yeah. I think what's great is that like you have such a talent with singing and like, and you Thank can like you. kind of market yourself. A lot of people do not have that skill. So like, I just think as long as you keep going for it, it'll happen. And I'm, I'm like, I agree, it's like, a nine to five job is tempting, but it's like we have this rare moment in time where we really can go for our own goals and we yeah. may as well do that. And I'm exactly. like proud of you for doing it and I'm proud of me for doing it. Oh my God, I'm so proud of you for having this little thing too. <laughs> like honestly, like life is so hard, you guys. <laughs> yeah, it is, but you know what? It's like, but that's what makes it so worthwhile when you actually can create something you're proud of. Yeah. Because then, because you knew how hard you had to work for it. Exactly, exactly, yeah. Um, let's do one final question, okay. and this is from YouTube. What uh, is a hidden talent that we don't know about you? Ooh. Yeah. Do I have any other talents that you don't know about me? You know, I'm really good at like being attentive when I'm drunk. I'm not gonna lie. Oh. I'm not a bad drunk. I'm not. I can really. You're I a can, helpful drunk. I'm a very helpful drunk, and I can get things done. I don't get drunk often, but I'm just letting you know that this is something that I I've known about myself. Good. So let's move on. <laughs> what was the other question? Yeah, the other question was, what was your first job? Oh, my first job. What a cute question. Yeah. yeah. My first real job was a job at a pet store. Yeah. Wow. wow it was so trash. Oh. Yeah. Okay. The animals were so disgusting. I thought I loved animals until I worked there. I do love them, but they're disgusting. Okay. When you have a lot of them, they're so gross. And you have to clean up after their business, I'm assuming. This is all great stuff to be talking about. Oh, all food. Yeah, but yeah, right. like I would have to, I'm not just talking about regular business. I'm talking about when they get sick and they have stool. Shit gets gross when you have to call it stool. Cause it's like, they got blood there. Oh. And there were, I remember there was a moment where a rabbit gave birth to another rabbit. Oh, there's there's just so much drama at the pet store. Okay. A rabbit gave birth to another rabbit, and we didn't even know that this happened. So I just lifted something up, and out falls some baby rabbit fetuses, and I'm screaming, and then my coworker comes in, then he starts screaming, and it's just like, I'm sorry, this is a lot of information. I've had a funerals for several hamsters, several rats. I've seen rats eat each other. Let's continue. Let's let's wow. let's do something okay. else. So let's just say it was um, the first job was a pet nightmare. It's the Hunger Games, man. Yeah. Pet stores are the Hunger Games. Wow. Okay. Imagine that. Imagine living in that. Well, thank you for sharing, but I think it's time to move on to the next. <laughs> let's move on to the next segment. All right. So, Eating each other. Okay. It's all right. It's all right. No Eating worries. their babies. <laughs> so that was what app. What all right. App? The next segment is Dream Dish. And so, Lauren, what do you say? Your favorite thing in the world was to eat? Paella. Yes. <gasps> Seafood paella. Oh my god. Right? It looks good. This is no joke. I went to the farmer's market this morning and bought all the fish and the vegetables fresh. So we have um, oh. some clams. Oh. We have mussels. We have some shrimp. We have some squid or calamari. And then all the cooked rice with some saffron is on the bottom. Bitch, yeah. I get to eat this? You can have as much as you want. Oh, hell yes. Let but me just. 
before you, I'm gonna feed, I'm gonna put the food on your plate for you because part of the segment Dream Dish is while I'm serving up your dream dish, you have to dish for me about oh. a secret you've never told anyone else in the world before. Look how look how clever this is. This I whole love, segment. I love a good name. Mm -hmm. Offense. You have to dish. So, yeah, Next is you, gonna be tea time. <laughs> Spill the tea. Um, but yeah, so I'll serve you up while you. So basically, like you know, it, it can be a silly secret, but what is something you've never told anyone else that can be an exclusive to our time together? Ooh. Okay. Sometimes when I'm high, I think about the fact that my dog probably doesn't really love me, and that he really is only just probably using me for food and shelter. And I like I look at him and I just think of moments where he's like trying to lick me like what does he really want he's like, <laughs> like your skin is salty it tastes good yeah this is my food yeah sometimes i think Aww. he misses me but then i'm like maybe he just knows that i'm like the main person who's going to feed him at the end of the day that's sad i want <laughs> i want to believe that because i've met your dog he's really really cute he's very sweet and and he loves you i think and i think what's great about dogs is even if they see you as just like a provider like they still love you unconditionally i feel right yeah Jaime doesn't think that but oh that's the first thing that came to mind. I know there's more. One thing I don't tell people is that even when I don't know someone very well, yeah. I get very jealous when I don't get to go to their wedding. Oh, yeah. It's everyone. It's yeah. everyone. I just want to go. You just like wedding. <laughs> I just want to go. Understandable. And I just want to like wear a nice dress and eat their food. Yeah. I, I, that sounds like a blast. You know? Um, and then so yeah, so now we're going to eat and enjoy. Yes. But one last surprise. You were saying like, oh, I'm mad. I don't know if you can do this one, but I did it. Bitch! Bitch! I made some flan. Bitch! 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 Oh my God, guys, I tried to make this and I used the wrong sugar and burnt the sugar. Uh, and so it was disgusting. It is supposed to be like, definitely cooked. There we go. <gasps> oh my God. Yay, flan. Again, Spanish. I, people think it's, just Mexican, but it's actually no, it's Spanish. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like creme caramel from France, and it's also called flan in Spain. In Spain, um, guys, I need to go back to Spain. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay, Spain was everything. Yeah. I think I'm just gonna let you know. I peaked in Spain. Screw oh. having Buzzfeed fame. I peaked in Spain, you guys. Wow. Ugh. Um, I have an uh, interesting story. I was actually supposed to go to Spain for a three-week trip while I was in culinary school, like, mm. like, a, like a global cuisine trip. Oh God. But, like I was gonna go with my friends and they had to cancel because of financial reasons and then I was like, well, I don't want to go like alone or like with people I don't know. So I just canceled and now I regret it because like, no, it was so stupid. I should have went. Of all places you can go alone, that was a place you uh, could go. I had to cancel a trip to Mar Morocco because I was gonna go alone and I'm glad I canceled that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very glad I canceled that. <laughs> okay, so let's taste everything. Yeah, okay, okay. Tell okay. me how you, what you think about everything. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Mmm. Mmm. Good. What kind of flavors are you getting? Do you like it? Yes. <laughs> this is really good, Matthew. What? Hmm. What are you? What's your favorite? Cause it, well, do you like all these seafood? By the way, do you like clams? Okay, great. Yeah. If you had to choose one favorite like seafood item, what would it be? Um. So, it, okay, I really like shrimp, but um, sometimes I feel like I can only eat so much shrimp. Gotcha. Um, but I do really like it. I'm starting to be more of a fan of um, oysters now because I'm a bougie. Mm. I'm a bougie girl. They're light, you know? Mm -hmm. I haven't had clams very often. They're kind of harder to find lately. They are, yeah. 
Wow, you must have gone through a lot of work to get all this stuff, actually. Because, I mean, what kind of rice is this? This is, um, so, like, the classic rice you use for paella is called Valencia or mm. Bomba rice. It's kind of similar to, like, the aborio rice that you may have been yeah. familiar with from, like, risotto. But, yeah, this is Valencia rice. Yeah, because you can't use every kind of rice for it. No, no. It has to be a short grain rice because those have, like, a lot of starch. So this is how you make paella. You, like, kind of cook some of the seafood first. So I cook the shrimp and the squid. And then you saute bell pepper, so red and green bell pepper and onion and garlic and tomato. Yeah. And then you add in a lot of, like, seafood broth. Mm. And then you, like, bring it to a boil and you add all this rice. And you don't touch it after that. You, you like, put it in once and you like, kind of stir it around to, like, make it flat. Oh. And then you don't touch it and it, like, comes to a boil and it'll starch in the rice leaks into the liquid and it kind of puffs up so you have a dry rice like this right mm. um yeah and then you just add the the clams and mussels on top and then you let it steam until they open up and then it's good to go Bruh. <laughs> and spray with some lemon on top but the acid is what kind of like helps brighten all the flavors and bring them all out so i i, I lemon spray with it dude <laughs> i'm glad you're happy Yay. it's like okay i just have to say Living in LA and eating good food is not as easy as you think it'd be. Mm. It's it blows my mind because I feel like I go places sometimes where the food is like genuine cuisine, and I'm like, this is made so well, right. and this is made with such good detail. Mm. And I mean, it's expensive, or it's like kind of expensive, but that's for a reason. Yeah. But in LA, it's like everything's expensive for no reason. Yeah. Like I'll be eating a $15 burrito and the beans are cold and I'm like, even if they were warm, they wouldn't taste good. Right. You know? And I'm just like, I don't understand how you can put a price tag on something that doesn't have the same quality. Right. You know? And it, it just, it blows my mind because it's just like, this is like good. This is like quality food. Thank you. I and that's so rare. Yeah. Um, it was, I, I was really glad I could get the fish from the farmer's market nearby because it's actually like right down the street. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, okay, so now while we're eating, and you can keep eating I'm gonna keep going, I'm gonna keep going. Um, yeah, please do. Mm. Um, now we have the actual, like, dinner view where I, like, pull up some questions and make it Ooh. deep. We're, oh, we're getting deeper. We're getting deep. Ooh, good. We're getting bottom of the pan deep, you yes. know? I'm gonna use all those metaphors. <laughs> wow, bruh. Okay, so obviously we both used to work at BuzzFeed, but now we're kind of going into that freelancer lifestyle. So has there been anything really exciting recently you've worked on that mm -hmm. you want to talk about? Yeah, I just shot like, I guess a music video. Yeah. <laughs> it's not for my, my EP, it was a cover music video and you'll find out what that song is later. But it was very nice. It was weird like, cause I go back and forth with being talent and like a producer. Right. So for this, like I, I reached out to one of my friends and I was like, hey, can you help me produce this like kind of music video for this cover I did with a friend of mine? And she was like, yeah, sure. And so it was so weird just having to like sit back and like have someone else mm. do everything and not being able to be like, can you turn the camera around? <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, right. You were, so you were purely talent. I, I mean, so I'm, I like co-produced it with her, oh, okay. but she directed it, she it. filmed it, like she did most of the work. I mm -hmm. can't even say that she didn't do most of the work. She did like so much of the work and she had a vision with it. Great. With music videos, I don't really have much of a vision, to right. be perfectly honest, and so it was nice having her just be like, let's do this. Great. So that was great. Um, I'm also doing some freelance producing at Austinist TV. Okay. Awesome. Isn't this nice? Yes. I think what's great about like, Freelancing too is that like you get to meet so many people. Yeah. Like I think But you're not tied down there. Yeah. yeah. I can leave. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that was what's so great. Mm -hmm. 
Because I just like, I think as much as I loved working at BuzzFeed, I think when I left, I realized how many people I didn't talk to yeah. because I worked there. Yeah, because you kind of have like your set people and mm-hmm. you have like your set routine and you have a job to do. So it's like, it's really yeah. fun to be able to like, nope, I'm here just for the day, so I might as well enjoy it. Who are mm-hmm. you? Nice to meet you. Exactly. Hi, what's good? Yeah. Cool. I think the challenge is I'm getting back into the groove of like, work, 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 work. Yeah. But don't work on the things that are just for you. Like, no. Like, yeah. I need to, I realize I need to take a step back and be like, wait, you're working too hard on like, producing all this other stuff for yes. everybody else yes. and not your own stuff. And so that's why I'm glad that this music video is coming to surface and that my EP is getting done, you know? Yeah. I've actually had that same feeling. Like, that's why I'm like forcing mm-hmm. myself to do one of these like every week because, wow. because uh, same thing, I went right back into producing for them and it was like fun, but I was like, oh shit, like I'm again, like I'm like sacrificing what I want to do just to like please that brand. Yeah. And so it's like really, that, that like, boundary of like nope i'm just gonna do it just what they need i'm not gonna have to put in too much extra work you know that balance is very difficult but it's it's like interesting i think it's because we, we care so much and we're hard workers you know yeah we do honestly uh, good yeah and if you ever want to break into the flan go for it oh my god guys this is christmas i i i feel so bad watching these cooking videos when i'm in them because i'm like y'all can't even see how good this food is <laughs> That's the thing. I, I always get surprised that people watch cooking videos so much. Because you can't, you can't taste it. Yeah. But it's so good. Well, if you cook enough, I, I mean, this isn't for everyone, but at least for me, if I, if I can see what's happening, I can, like, taste it in my brain. Is oh, for weird? sure, yeah. That no, thing? you're you're for real. Um, so, like, I get that satisfaction out of it, but I, I, I know not everyone probably can. Um, okay, well, on that same vein of... You know, we talked about like you know being mm. passionate or whatever. Like, obviously, your biggest passion is like music. Mm-hmm. So, where did that interest first come from, and like, yeah. why do you love music so much? Would you say? So it's so funny. I guess I kind of attribute a lot of my musical tastes back to like this hippie camp I used to go to when I was like um, a kid. Okay. Um, it was called Camp Thoreau in Vermont. Camp TIV, we called it. And um, I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> I did not even have fun at the camp. Me and my sister talk about the camp now that we're adults and we're like, we had a horrible time there. <laughs> Kids were mean and like counselors were not good. <laughs> but um, there was one portion of the camp that was just so nice. It was called Sing. And it was basically like after lunch, we would sit around and we would um, have to sing like these songs. And they were all from the 60s and the 70s mm. and like, um, even like late 50s and like the camp all the counselors were literally just looked like they didn't know what to do after Woodstock so they decided to like be a part of a camp it it, was so great you know the the whole essence of the camp was like so 60s Mm. and you know it was it was nice and so I think a lot of the music that I learned from there like I learned a lot of Cat Stevens songs Beatles songs um just a lot of like like Neil Young, like a lot of like old acoustic kind of music. Mm. And I really liked that. And that was something that I would have never been exposed to. And so loved music, loved listening to it. And I taught myself guitar when I was 15. Wow. Yeah. And I mean, I don't think I'm like the best at guitar mm. for how long I've been playing at least <laughs> for sure. But um, it was just something that I loved. And I think that being able to like play it gave me, um, made it easier to write music. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also made it easier to like appreciate music too. Yeah. 
you know? And so, yeah, I think that kind of, just knowing, having that instrument kind of helped that love grow. Um, are there any other instruments you play besides guitar? So I think that guitar is probably my strongest. Got it. Um, but I, dabble. I, I, I dabble in ukulele. Oh, yeah. The funny thing is it's just so close to guitar that yeah. I don't actually know the chords. I can't even tell you what chord I'm playing. I just play them and I, I, I know what they look like, yeah, yeah. but I don't know what chord it is. Okay. So I just like, I just know the chords, but I don't know the names. Oh. Um, my sister has a banjo. I play a little bit of that okay. when I can get it. So lots of string instruments. Lots of string cool. instruments. Um, I do not know how to play piano, but I can play chords. Okay. And so that usually helps me with songwriting because I, I think for me with songwriting, it's nice to be able to switch from instrument to instrument yeah. because you're able to like hear this song in a different kind of like playing field, yeah. you know? Can spark some new ideas. Oh stuff. yeah. Um, some of my favorite videos, I mean, you've done so many amazing ones, but some of the mm -hmm. coolest ones are like ones where you, you know, made a song in a certain amount of hours. Like to oh, me, wow. it has like a really, interesting thing to watch because it's so like beyond what my brain can comprehend so like to see you like fully like create a whole entire song with like music and like uh, lyrics and everything that that was like fascinating to me i feel so bad that is my favorite buzz video okay, okay. i don't even know why i didn't mention that <laughs> i mean i think the that Christmas like one right or yeah you, okay yeah i mean i think that is my favorite buzzy video because that was the one time i actually got to do the thing that i liked right. within my videos and i never get to do that so um, if people don't know, I made this video with my friend Irene um, called I Tried to Write a Hit. We tried to write a hit Christmas song in a week. And it's like the funnest thing we've ever done, yeah. honestly, because the song is like catchy. Like people still love it. People still mm -hmm. like hit me up around Christmas like, hey, I'm listening to your song. Like every like December, people like mm -hmm. are contacting me about it. And it makes me feel so good. And so I'm so I'm so happy I was able to make that. And we actually made the song in a week. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not kidding. I remember I told my manager about this idea and he was like, Well, you should do it. It's like the it's like the end of the first week of December. Right. And so within that month I pulled all that crap together to like help us get the song made, help us get the setting to perform it, get my friend who produced the track for it. Like I just I was surprised at myself. Yeah, it was it was insane. Yeah. And, and you like performed in front of everyone, right? I think, yeah. I, I know I was in the middle of a shoot so I couldn't attend, oh, but everyone was, everyone was talking about it and it was like really, really exciting. Wow, you know, yeah, that, that made me feel happy because it was like the one thing that I was like, it's like me getting to share my passion with my friends mm -hmm. and the internet. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that song was dope. You know what's so funny? One of my friends too, who's like my writing partner, mm -hmm. I didn't know he knew me before he met me, but apparently he knew me from BuzzFeed videos uh, and pretended like he didn't know me. And he told me that he watched that video because it was something that interested him. And I was like, that's so dope. Um, when I first started working at BuzzFeed, I pretended I didn't know anyone, but I knew everyone and I was like kind of fans of people. So I, but I was like, played it cool the whole time. And now I'm friends with them, which is really cool. Right? You know? you know, I will say, I think it's funny because we don't realize how many people actually see the videos. Right. When you work like there and you're putting out these videos that get like millions of views, you don't actually register it got a million views. Right. You don't register that- Or that's a million people. That that's a million people and that's a lot. Yeah. That, like that's bigger than some like places to live, you know? Yeah. And so I um, I remember once I did a video and Viola Davis shared it on Twitter. <gasps> it was a video that I did called What Dark Skin People Will Never Tell You. And oh my God. I, Stephen Kazi was there. If yeah. you, like I literally fell to the floor. That's- And I stayed on the floor. <laughs> that's a dream. You know, you forget. They watch, like, famous people, 
your mom, like yeah. <laughs> people everywhere watch those videos. So that's like, you never know who's gonna see it. You never know. You know, obviously with our role as video producers, we kind of had like an all-encompassing job where we did a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. But still, a lot of people get so much wrong about what we do. What are some of the biggest misconceptions of your role at BuzzFeed or what people think of like, that you do? Misconceptions. Yeah. I think people not knowing that like we're talent and also like that we make things. In general, when people see BuzzFeed post on Twitter, right. I think they picture some white straight dude. Mm behind a computer trying to research what viral is. Got it. They, I think they yeah. really do think that. Yeah. Or even like who's making it. Totally. And so like it's like if you're trying to make something specifically for a group of people like in my case like for like the black community. Right. People are like who's BuzzFeed to talk about this? Mm. You know? Because of where it's coming from. You know? And I think it took me a while to understand that just because me as a black person, I'm putting something out there. People don't see that. They see this company that has this over-encompassing face of probably just whiteness yeah. putting it out. And it yeah. doesn't have the same message because of that. Yeah. It's so weird, but it's just the truth. And so like, you will have videos that'll get like backlash or something like that. But it's really because if they were put on any other channel, it probably wouldn't get that kind of response yeah. because it's put out on like a Buzzfeed platform. Yeah it's seen like it's coming from the wrong place, you know? Yeah. And so I guess that's one thing that I wish people knew was like, yeah, yeah. this is made by a black person. Like, to be real, I started putting myself in videos more when I understood that I lost that ownership. Yeah. The only way for me to put my name on this is to put my face on it. This has to be your credit. Yeah. It's just, that's the, that's the truth, you know? You kind of touched on like some of the stuff with kind of showcasing the black experience. I know that's been a lot of like what some of the work that you've done. I would love to talk about black culture within media and like how you think we can improve things and just like let's go deep with anything that you're kind of passionate about. You know, even now like tonight the Oscars are happening. It's like mm, yeah. so white. It's like yeah. that's interesting to me and I want to bring that out to the world through guests that come on, right? Yeah, I mean, I think I just get excited about like the black media that's like coming out. Just because you rarely see that. Yeah. To be real, you just don't see it. I love that we're in this era now where it's being pushed, like not just being black people of color, you know, yeah. you're just seeing more more firsts within the Oscars yeah. and more firsts within the Academy Awards and everything like that. Yeah. It's weird though, yeah. because then it makes you sit and you think, oh, she was the first person to get this award in 2019? That's... In that's, 2019? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And so it was like with Sandra Oh, I was like, yeah. she's the, well, I mean, I think she was the first within a while, but when you think about that, it's like, why does it take us so long? Why, why are there so many groups still left out of this to the yeah. point where now we're having first, you know? We're only like now finally like realizing the reality check and we're like, oh crap, like we've been so far behind. Well, I mean, I think as a person of color, the reality check is always there. I mean, it's mm. always like you, oh, you look, there you, go. That's a good point. you look and you're like, ain't nobody black up in here. Yeah. You know, ain't nobody black ever in here, you know? And I think it's like, it's disheartening. And I, I see it with so many other groups as well. I always feel the need to empower my friends yeah. who are Asian American actors because yeah. like, where are they? Yeah. Like period, where the hell are they, yeah. you know? Yeah. We need to support each other. We need to support yeah. each other's projects, you know? Yeah. Whether it's Black Panther, whether it's Crazy Rich Asians, whatever comes next, you know? Like, cause yeah. there's so much more coming next. And the truth is like, there's more, there's always been media with these groups in them yeah. it's just that no one is like no it's one's not, like picking not, them up blockbuster exactly yeah. and yeah. there needs to be more people pushing that you know yeah. and supporting it and what's interesting too is i feel like 
so like for me, right, like I'm gay, obviously, right. So mm-hmm. I I have that like, perspective of not always seeing as many romantic storylines that are gay. In movies, oh, for sure. Or like that, um, like if a character walks on screen and there's another character, you already kind of assume that the relationship will be like a straight relationship. A hundred percent. Because I'm tired of seeing the same story that I've seen a million times. Over yeah. Again. It's like I'm just like I want new stuff, and I think we're kind of starting to see that. And I think every single year it's gonna be more and more and more. Which is good. And I mean, I'm excited for a point where like having like a gay couple in a movie isn't an edgy thing yeah you know where it's literally just like there it is (laughs) you know (laughs) it's not an edgy thing it's a weird thing where i feel like hollywood is just in a certain way sort of way behind the times yeah the only time i see gay couples is in like my netflix queue that says gay movies or since you watch this movie Which is like basically all of my Netflix. <laughs> it's mostly my sister's Netflix. Yeah, yeah too. I got it. Um, but yeah, so like, and um, do you are you interested in any kind of um, like narrative stuff for your future too, or do you want to kind of just stick with music? I am, you know, cool. and it's like I hate it because I I feel like I'm sometimes I have to be like solar mirror into way too many things. <laughs> no, you that's know? a good thing. I know, but it's like way. it's hard because it's like now I'm not working a nine to five and I find myself being busier oh, which yeah. is so weird it's mentally straining it's so straining um yeah because like before when you had a nine to five it's like you're working hard there but like it's it's like this it, is the time it's, and it's formulaic in a certain way and so you're like you're able to like relax on the weekends you're able to do whatever but now it's like you're constantly worried about the next thing yeah um, which is hard but it's also exciting yeah you know and I think it's nice to be able to have that freedom too which is great, but it's just like, yeah, I definitely wanna, I've definitely been even thinking about like what kind of films I wanna make now. Yeah, ooh. Like, I mean, I don't know. I think I, I have a lot of I, ideas and I think it's just like writing them down and then like finding one that I wanna be like, okay, let's take this one seriously and let's yeah, go yeah. all the way with it. Yeah. Cause I mean, I've seen like people coming from the exact same place that we are, like take ideas and just like, go through the ringer to make them happen and they make them happen, you know? So it's not, it's, it doesn't matter who you are. I think you can really, you can really get a project that you're passionate about going if you put the work into it. Totally. I have to remind myself that every day. Um, talk about flan soon. About what? I have to talk about the flan oh, soon. I keep calling it flan. It's <laughs> very American of you to I say know. it that way. I think I do it to be funny, I'm like, Flan, <laughs> but it is flan. <laughs> do you want, do we want? We can break into it. Want to try it? Okay, let's do it. Um, let me grab a spoon. I need to chill. I've been eating so much rice. You know when things are like so good that you like can't stop eating it, even though you know you're done. Thank you. I appreciate that. Mm. All right. Oh my God. This is our first date, you guys, and we're gonna eat the flan at the. We're gonna eat the flan at the same time. Yeah, three, Ready? two, one. one. Yeah. Nice and sweet. This is a perfect first date. Oh. How are you? Um, we won't talk about your relationship okay. status. We won't talk about your relationship status. But I'm just letting you know when the going gets tough, I'm here. Okay, thanks for him. That GPS mind. was less than 10 minutes away. I'm letting you know. There were ways it was less than 10. Listen, I'm, I'm open to a movie night cuddle. So am I. Um, oh, my God. Good. You, and I have literally have two more for you to bring home. Oh, my God. Good. 
Um, okay, wait, so, um... Okay, I handle this. Is there any other topics, whether it be, like, political or activist stuff that you're really passionate about that you want to talk about? Hmm. There's so much going on today. I know, like... <laughs> I don't even know where to start. The first thing that pops to mind is, like, just our prison system. Just people who get in jail when they're younger. I just yeah. wish that there was more for them. I feel like a lot of people get tried as adults. Right. Even though they're juveniles or they make a mistake and then their life is like ruined. I don't know. Obviously there's like certain boundaries like if they like full on murder someone and they're like a creepy like serial killer like that's like different than like some kind of like, drug offense or like like especially if it's like marijuana like, like you know what I mean like there's like people's whole lives can be changed because of just like certain rules in one state. Right? Yeah. Um, I think even this year has opened my eyes a little bit more to the system of parole. That even still just puts people back in prison and it puts people under these extremely strict rules that like make it so hard to live in general. If you make one small mistake, and I mean like the smallest, even I think I think the public in general like got a little bit of a window into that with Meek Mill, the rapper who was on parole and then got straight back in jail and his whole life had been the system of doing little things, being on parole would get him back in jail, you know? And so it was just like, you can't win, you know? Fine. I will, often think back to this thing that happened to me when I was in school. In general, like people think like black children are more aggressive when they're not. There was this big issue because someone wrote on the girl's bathroom wall. Okay. They wrote someone's name on the girl's bathroom wall. Someone named Sarah. I didn't even know it was Sarah at that point in my life. And so they collected everybody's notebooks and they were trying to find out who did it. By and what, like handwriting? Like handwriting, yeah. Oh my God. And so they call me and this other girl who's my friend in and like, we both came from the exact same school before we came to that school. So obviously our handwriting's the same. Like we were in kindergarten learning to write the same way. But for whatever reason, they picked the two of us and they made us call our old school and they were like, oh, we need to call your old school to make sure you don't have any previous history of vandalism. Oh, wow. And so after I called my school, I went onto the hallway and I saw the principal talking to my friend and telling her that she doesn't really think she did it. This is just something that like, they're just trying to get to the bottom of. And so I was like, cool, waiting for her to say that to me. Oh my God. That never happened. Oh my God. And so it became this big thing. They called my parents in, tried to convince my parents that I was this like, you know, just this like crazy student who like probably vandalized the school and uses foul language and everything like that. And so at the time, I wasn't like a bad kid. I just wasn't like good in school. Like yeah. honestly, like I just felt so disassociated that like I didn't have many friends. Like it seems like I had friends because I was hanging out with some girls who were actually bullies. Yeah. And like I was just not having the best time at school. So I wasn't like talking to too many people, but I wasn't an attitude problem. Like I, it wasn't a behavioral thing. And so like, it was just so weird that like all of a sudden I just became this bad kid who was capable of writing mean things on the wall about a girl that I didn't even know. Yeah. And I was just like, my whole life, I was so confused about that moment. Yeah. Cause yeah. I was like, what did I do? It's so separate from who you actually are. Yeah, yeah but at parents. the same time, I think when I grew up, I was like, you were the only black kid in that school. You were the only black kid in that school. You were one of the few kids that didn't go to that school since kindergarten. Right. Like, you know, it was not, it, it wasn't, as much as I, no one wants to say what it is, right. but, as I grow Racism. up, it's more, it's easier for me to just be like, that was one of those moments. Yeah. That was one of those moments. 
And it sucks too, you know? The wine has opened me up. But I think, I mean, I think that's it. I just think that shit's real. That's so real, you know? When you do you get like scared for the future or are you excited? Um, I don't know. I think there's things to be, no, that's my hair. Hello. I think there's things to be scared about, but I think there's things to be excited about. Yeah, you same, know, I mean, the same. world is always going to be a scary and exciting place. There's, yeah. What a great way to put it. It is. I mean, like, there's going to be, who knows? There might be a worse president <laughs> out there. Who knows? Who knows? And it's quite possible. Yeah. That's just, that's just the world in general. Yeah. Good and bad things will happen. <laughs> yeah, it's always going to be just like a weird ride. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, this food is just making me feel so chill. I yeah, right? Think, and after this, you're going to make me go home. <laughs> I'm going to get to sleep over. <laughs> I mean, we could watch a movie or something. Oh, my God, we could. I have so much work to do. Oh, okay. I was going to say, oh, right. <laughs> okay, so, but since we are kind of winding down, um, I want you to now answer that question from Joyce. Ooh. And then after, you're going to write a question for my guest next week, who okay. is Sheila. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so Joyce's question for you is, what was the moment that changed your life for good? Mm, for good. Yeah. Maybe these layoffs. <laughs> these layoffs. Okay. Maybe. That's a good point. Maybe, yeah, maybe getting to separate myself from my former job. And open I think so. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I don't think. yourself up yeah. to new opportunities. Exactly. I don't think there's any way I can look back on this and be like, this wasn't for the best. Yeah. I'm going to eat that little piece because oh. you're not going to eat it. Here I go. Enjoy. He's trying to take away the little piece of the flan. Hell no. Yeah. It's mine now. Okay. And now, think of, think, take a second and think, what should I ask Sheila? And then this is going to stay secret, only you will know until I open it up. Because I didn't know Joyce's question. Okay. So you're going to write it, and then I'll open it up, and I'll ask Sheila when she comes here next week. Guys, this food has been so freaking good. Good. Oh, my God. Uh, it's like that comfort of a home-cooked meal with the, like, good-tastingness of a going-out meal. Oh, wow. You know? I'll and that is it. hard to find. Yeah. Sheila, should I say it out loud? No, you keep, it's a full okay. secret. We'll, we'll you said that, that and I completely ignored it. Right, right. <laughs> I forget things as I'm speaking sometimes. Mm, that change your life for good. Should I answer that out loud? You already did that. Oh, I did. The wine is getting to me. <laughs> I, the wine. It's half a bottle. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up, ho. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, what do you want to ask Sheila? You can write it, yeah, by your name. And you can find out what the question is by watching the dinner view next week, next Friday with Sheila. I hope I'm wording this right. You're doing amazing, sweetie. Wow, I just made an internet reference. I never do that. <laughs> You're doing great, sweetie. <laughs> I think that makes sense. Perfect. Question mark. Okay, I'm going to keep it a secret. We're going to close it up. Okay, Sorry, great. I got food on it. I got flan no, juice that, on I it. I think that's a, a, it's going to be a beautiful, dirty, food-ridden book. Because <laughs> it's, you know, around the food all the time. Um, okay, and then the last kind of question or, like, kind of moment I'd like to have before we kind of wrap up is just, you know, obviously you've gotten to do so many amazing things in your career so far, but you're going to do so many more in the future. Mm-hmm. But if you, like, could kind of talk to, like, a younger Salorm first, what would she think of this meal, mm. a younger Salorm, and then what would she, um, what would you say to her? First of all, younger Salorm would think that you are trying to marry me. And she'd be like, get him, trap him. But alas, older Salorm knows better. Um, but if I could give any advice to my younger self, it would be to be confident in your talent. I think, especially when I like 
just started trying to do production, I was just so freaked out because like, you know, yeah. like you come to sets and like, it seems like everybody knows what, to do. what they're doing yeah. and everybody is a master at what they do. And the truth is like, people only have like a limited knowledge of certain things yes. or a knowledge of one thing. And so you have so much that you can add to the table just mm -hmm. by being yourself. Whether it be the age that you have, whether it be um, the perspective that you have or the experiences you've gone through in the world, I think it's just that everything that you are is valid and everything that you are is essential to what's going on. Yeah. You know? You know? You That's know? Great. Well, um, little Salarm, your beautiful boyfriend husband will come one day and if not, you have a great friend in me growing up. He better know how to cook. That's yes. all I know. Yes. Because I can't. Somebody's got to feed the kids. Um, and and that's it. Unless anything else you want to mention, anything you want to do, anything you want to say to people watching, if they made it this long in the full hour. Oh my god, <laughs> guys, this is a really good series. Please keep watching this. Matthew's done an amazing job. I just, I I can barely even just like get a shoot together. He got a shoot together and cooked. He cooked. Oh my goodness, dinner views is amazing. This is my favorite series. Oh my god. Oh. My gosh. Thank you. Well, it's already been like two hours, so. It's been two it hours? Been, yeah, right? Isn't that crazy? Woo! Um, so I actually have some containers for you. I'm gonna put the flan in there. I'm gonna give you some rice to bring home. And I do say eat the seafoods quick so it doesn't go bad. But, Honey, that's gonna be gone by but, breakfast. <laughs> good. good. Um, but yeah, thank you for doing this with me. Thank you. Mm. It was really fun. Did you enjoy it? Did you have fun? Yeah, I did. Good. Mm -hmm. Okay. okay. Uh, wow. I really gotta keep myself from eating all of this right now.